Jafada Productions presents In Conclusion We Digress, the best hour of your life you'll never get back. Welcome back to In Conclusion We Digress. This is episode six. Thank you guys so much for coming back and listening and welcome if you're new here. Always happy to have new people join us on this wonderful hour of conversation. And joining me as always are the guys, starting with our good friend Carl, coming to us from Hoboken. Carl, how's your week going, man? What's going on, everybody? Uh, my girlfriend and I, we ordered our cats a laser toy today, and it came in the mail, and they've been fucking loving it, so we're happy about that. <laughs> That's just good, wholesome fun for everybody. I'm sure the cats are thrilled to have that as well. I have, I have so many questions. You know what the cats would like better, Carl? For you to go back to fucking work. They are so tired of your shit. Bro, I just want them to like me, and they don't give a shit if I'm living or dead. Yeah, you're the stepdad. Love that. Yeah. They probably call you Carl, or like, K-Man. <laughs> in cat speak. We also have the guys from the Upper East Side. As always, Kyle, Mike, and Pat today. Guys, what's going on? What's up, world? How we doing? I have a pretty nasty headache because I haven't had really much caffeine all day because someone whose name might rhyme with Pike destroyed our French press this morning. What did yeah, you do? it's a really wonderful thing to wake up at 8 o'clock, which is earlier than I normally wake up, which I know I'm a princess, it's fine. And then have Mike say, don't walk in there. And me go, why? There might be glass all over the floor. I had to take a piss and I was like, fuck, now I gotta go get my slipper. Well, I wasn't going to name names, but... Mike fucking destroyed our French press this morning. First off, you guys are missing the important part of this story, okay? I was up early in order to make my two favorite men a nice hot cup of joe so they can wake up to something. So, you know what? First That's of all, the important part. First of all, there is never any fucking coffee left when I get up, so don't you give me that shit. <laughs> Second because... of all, you destroyed our French press. And I ordered a new one, okay? Sounds like things are very exciting in the other <laughs> side right now. Wow. And lastly, joining us from Long Island tonight, the newest certified firefighter, Thomas. <laughs> Tom. Coming at you. How you I doing? Shave, I did not have to shave this evening. I had my mustache hairs singed. But good evening, so guys. Really talk us through your, your newest firefighting endeavors, as you just told us before. What, what, what did you have to do tonight? Well, all right, so my girlfriend's downstairs making some sausages and some pasta, and then all of a sudden she runs upstairs and says the whole grill's on fire. So I had to grab my trusty hose and run down there and, uh, and blow it out. I could make so many jokes about hoses yeah, blowing right now. And everyone, everyone at home, that was not a giant euphemism. That was He literally put out a fire <laughs> I was, grill. I set Mike up for a layup, and he decided to uh, throw it off the backboard. That actually, ironically, that's how Mike – performs actual basketball yes exactly <laughs> exactly how he performs actual basketball getting the ball in the hoop has never been my strong suit okay i'm good at everything else that's not true okay, yeah. suck the chill too <laughs> <laughs> i like what we're doing tonight guys i'm here for this glad to see that you were able to save the entire neighborhood from burning down tom good work don't know about the rest of you guys getting into the month of may now Starting to feel a little sense of normalcy coming back a little bit, especially with the news this week that beloved actor Nicolas Cage is going to be gracing our screens again as Joe Exotic, a.k.a. the Tiger King. So we're back to a world where Nicolas Cage is going to be on our screens gracing us with his just tremendous acting ability. So I'm, I'm feeling good about that. I do have one comment. Was David Spade busy? But okay, let's be honest. 
it's going to be amazing. Whether or not it's actually good, it is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Be, can't miss. I wonder what I'm network. Just... Do we know what network it's going to be on? Because it's TV. It's not like a movie. It it's is a TV. TV it's a TV show. Yeah, don't, don't quote me on this, but I think it's Lifetime. Oh, my, oh no, 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 it is. That was who I – yes. Oh, wow, it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be that low is... budget and really weird gay rom com with Nicolas Cage, and I'm going to be you... really uncomfortable the whole time. Well, who do you think are going to play his husbands? Or do we know that already? I'm sure that it's known, but they haven't released it to the normal people like us. Yeah, the only yeah. name out there is Nicolas Cage so far. I'm going to say uh, Pedro Pascal to play Peter Maldonado, or whatever his name was. <laughs> the real question is, who's going to play Carol Baskin? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I feel like a young uh, Carol Baskin was probably a piece, <laughs> so yeah, Scarlett Joe would definitely work. Who's going pl- to play her husband? I mean, Carl, we just need somebody that's famously dead under really yeah. weird circumstances. Oh, and I was, man I was thinking is not... Well, Elvis! Elvis died on the crapper. Oh, I, I just heard famously dead. I don't know. I, I'm going. I'm thinking of a catchphrase that he could possibly say, and that's it's between we have to steal Carol, Carol Baskin or we have to kidnap Carol Baskin. Between it depends on what movie, National Treasure one or two, they feel like referencing. We have to kidnap Carol Baskin. Definitely is more in line with what he would say. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be like, I don't steal that bitch. In terms of the actor who should play Carol Baskin's husband. I was thinking like the invisible guy from Deadpool 2, who actually turns out to be Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad we're Pitt. talking about movie characters to play another movie character? I think oh, it's fan cast. Like a fan cast. A fan cast, what? Yeah, like I mean like I think Jeff Lowe should be Bam Margera. I don't think if he's Jeff got Lowe much going. Bam Margera, I'm suing. Nobody <laughs> should ever be Bam Margera. Even Bam Margera <laughs> is questionable about being Bam Margera these days. Oh wait, did anyone see Hulk Hogan? I think it was Hulk Hogan tweeted a couple years ago was like man i really wish this, miss this guy bam and i don't know in reference to something bam was like i'm still here dude he like tweeted at him was like i'm still here <laughs> he's like, i mean this might be a little fucked up but he's like one of the last ones yeah no yeah he's that's not fucked up it's just the truth yeah i mean they're all the, the fat guy died right and ryan dunn um oh, r.i.p yeah, yeah preston died ryan dunn did the 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 small feller die Nah, we man still waddling around somewhere in SoCal. <laughs> Speaking of all these famous people, yeah, I think we would be doing our listeners a disservice if we didn't put Elon Musk's baby name up in front of us and absolutely tear it to shreds. So I'm going to start with the obvious. How much microdosing were you doing when you came up with this name? Or was it more like, no, I'm just going to do acid? Because that's well, what it seems like to me. Announce it for the crowd. Uh, for those who how I do you say it? Seen. How do you even say? What it? do you want me to say? It's some fucking just, letters just and say, some dashes in the number twelve. Yeah, say each character. I don't have it in front of me. Is so it's an have X. It in front of so I think it's all capitals. It is. It's a capital X space. That weird AE combo that I've seen, and actually you can generate it on your on your iPhones for those who want to check it out. It's an AE like morphed. Like Animorphs, I don't know if you guys know. Um, <laughs> For people who moment. aren't stupid, basically they took the E and they joined the capital A to it, with, and the capital A has no right side of the A. It's from the phonetic alphabet. No, it's from it's, the Scandinavian. It's from other alphabets. It's not from the phonetic alphabet. It's yeah, from, it's like in the they phonetic use it alphabet. in Scandinavia and most of those languages. And <clears throat> but still, it, it only means something in a lot of those languages. It only means something in the context of a word doesn't have a meaning or a sound it just determines how the word is supposed to sound 
You can also so use it to abbreviate things. So you can use it to abbreviate um, any like AE multiple words into one. That's what I was reading. I've seen, I was going to say, I've definitely seen some snobs spell encyclopedia with the AE spell like that. Yeah, you can. Those people drink Mezcal. Wow. <laughs> and burn oh, down their kitchens. Um, take a step back and rescind those words. That's a 25 cent word if I've ever heard one. So since this name is ridiculous, and I think Mike was, was telling Pat and I earlier that he was reading an article that said that California basically told Elon to fuck off and pick an actual name because you can't use true. anything outside of like the characters of the alphabet. So California law states that it must include only the 26 letters of the English alphabet, but they have given some alternatives based on Grimes, who, again, didn't even know was a real person until yesterday California tells you that you know that your kid's name is fucked up <laughs> yeah uh so they did like a breakdown of the name and i guess that's where they're gonna pull possibly an alternative name from so the x in the name has to do with just the unknown variable like algebra which i think all of you passed not 100%. It's, like a metaphor. it's like a metaphor for searching for yourself almost yeah i don't think they thought that deeply into it the ae is the way that they spell AI in reference to artificial intelligence or love, but they're spelling it fucked up because they think this is the elven way of spelling it. Like ears. Like, elf. like elves. Elf. It's elven, like, isn't it? No, they, they write elven. I'm going to use the exact words that are yeah. used here because they, they fucked this up a few times. Then the A12 is in reference to the warplane, which was the precursor to the SR-71 Blackbird, which most of you probably know. However, I'm sure in their haste and drug-fueled tweeting rampage, the, they accidentally used SR-17, which is their favorite aircraft, by the way. And this is the reason why they picked that. Because it has no weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but non-violent. Can we get a back mic fact check on this, please, folks? I, I, read, this, I read the article. I read the article. I'm reading this from her tweet. You can you can find this at Grimes. No, this is on her Twitter account. Yeah, at oh. Grimes at G R I M E Z S Z. Or if you're trying to look for her name, there's like an open Vishnu parenthetical followed by a crossbow. Grimes <laughs> crossbow and, and the Vishnu parenthetical. A strawberry, <laughs> a dragon, a bow, and then three Chinese characters and the twitter check mark the other options that they have are metal rat and archangel which somehow they can also pull from metal rat the, yes metal rat like, like chris oh, pratt like, from so yeah it's chris pratt's chris pratt's band from mouse rat mouse rat. rat can we talk the heavy about metal version so so i will say that that i have no i have respect for elon musk and his intellect i don't necessarily have respect for him and his business acumen but I do have to say that it's good that two batshit crazy people found each other in this world because that's clearly what's going on. Who is well, she? Well, my question is, what were they thinking? Uh, like, first of all, it, if this kid goes to school, like, he's just going to automatically be a target because he has the most ridiculous name in human history if they are allowed to keep it, which doesn't seem like they are. Yeah. He, he's not going to be a target because he's worth billions. Yeah, let's not, people, let's not pretend the kid is walking into a public school one day. Yeah. Yeah. But... Even so, do you think an eight-year-old has the ability to comprehend that this kid is worth that much money and yes. therefore he's off limits? You think they have hundred percent? Their yes. parents will lead him on to it. The only kid with a, a name with numbers in his la in his name. 
He's, gonna, he's also going to go to school with all the other fucked up kid names, like Tom Cruise's kid and Gwyneth Paltrow's kids. With Apple and whatever Apple. Else. Yes, yeah. Apple. Northwest. Martin. Are Delta. you a Blanket. fucking Delta. airline? Delta. Don't forget Blanket. Those celebrities have cornered a nice little market of people who love weird names for their children. So. Well, I, I have a couple up here, actually. So there's, there's a child named Audio. Audio Science Clayton is the son of Shannon Sossum and Dallas Clayton. Oh, Bob Geldof, who's a very famous British actor. His three girls' names are Fifi, spelled with an F, so F-I-F-I, which is normal. And then oh, Peaches no. Honey Blossom Geldof. And then Little Pixie Geldof. I swear to God, that's the last kid's name. That it's is little. terrible. Little, first name is Little, middle name Pixie, last name Geldof. The question becomes... Is it just that these people are really eccentric and really wanted to name their kids something weird? Or does being famous just fuck with your head that much that you want to name your kid Doorknob? Or like, I don't know. That's some other inanimate object. Named one Apple. That's a good name. Some of these are actually kind of cool. Like Nick Cage named his kid, to go back to Nick Cage, bring this full circle. Him and his wife, Alice Kim, I guess one of his former wives, named their son Cal L. Like Superman. Like That would be pretty fucking dope. Imagine having a an army of children with the same name, like George Foreman. Yeah. Oh my God, we forgot about that. <laughs> Aren't they all George Foreman? No, they're not another? all. They're, they're all like, George Foreman. I think they're like George Foreman Jr., George Foreman the second, George Foreman the third. They're all okay, named George Foreman. And I think he has a daughter named Georgina or Georgia. His daughter's name is Georgina, I think. Yeah. Yikes. Talk about someone who's batshit crazy. I mean, that's all the CTE. But maybe Jorge, if he's going for a little more of a, <laughs> a twist. <laughs> he's got five kids named George. So he has George Jr., George the Third, who's named Monk. George the Fourth, named Big Wheel. George what? the Fifth, named Red. And George the Sixth, Little Joey. I Those are, bad. Those are like bad street names. I just hope he had a Big Wheel growing up. Awesome. He also has a Imagine kid named Georgetta. Yeah, he's got yeah, a daughter named to, Georgetta. Yeah, yeah that's um, – oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, oh, it's cool. Fair What do we think about the – I know the family always gets the headlines when they have a new kid, but it seems like it's once every six months is the Kardashians. So what do we think of these Kardashian names? I know, like, the, the newest one is Stormy, right? I don't know really – Stormy, ones, yeah. But they're always – always a ridiculous no, name. No, I hate Stormy. That's the worst. That's the worst name, I think. And then Stormy would probably come in, like, second place. Which one's the worst, Carl? North, northeast, northwest. Oh, northwest. I think it's northwest. No, no, no. Yeah. So we have northwest. I love that you confused Del- it with a di- with a direction because yes, south. Delta. I'm sorry, Saint West, Psalm <laughs> West, north. and Chicago West, and also Magnetic North. I, I can only imagine that uh, Stormy is just pays homage to Stormy Daniels. Uh, <laughs> no, Stormy is. Uh, <laughs> Stormy is not not ki- whatever fucking. Other, I don't know. You guys don't, I don't care about, about these people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was yeah. it Kylie or whichever? It's Kylie. Again, yeah. I really could not care any less about these people. I think they are so insignificant and worthless. And take that for what you will, listeners. But it's funny. Yeah. It brings up Mike's point from before. Like, why do these celebrities feel the need to name their kids such ridiculous names? And in my opinion, I think it's because it gets people talking about them more and gives them the more publicity. I think that's the sole reason for it. Oh, it's an ego thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's I a mean, superiority complex. It's the same reason why they all went on live stream and sang Imagine or they posted. Like 36 over. hours into the fucking quarantine. Yeah. 50 <laughs> days later, it doesn't, I don't feel better because of that. Has it helped? No. 
No. I've done, I've done a lot of imagining since. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, imagine I, I haven't seen a, a blade of grass in 50 days. How about that nice little turkey Yo, out on your Yeah, brain? at least you have outdoor space. <laughs> I don't have any access to the outside world, really. That is fair. Yeah, we do have that. It is, it is nice. Yeah, but, but you've been going home, right? Uh, yeah, I, well, it doesn't really count because I'm not going inside. And I, like, I can't even hold my goddaughter. I'm just like saying hi on the driveway and then driving back to Hoboken. So it's not really the same. That's not yeah. really a change, though. Are you usually allowed inside, or don't they usually make you? Smells like Jersey. We can't, we can't do that to this poor kid. <laughs> yeah, they hose me down in the backyard. <laughs> Carl, next time wear the hazmat suit I brought you. I think the overarching conclusion to this discussion about baby names is stop being egotistical jackasses and just give your kids a fucking normal name. That, that's all. Just name they your don't kid need like the emotional Steve trauma. or... Emily or, or something. Just just do yeah. something normal. Or any and other names. Elon Musk specifically. Yeah, don't name your kid too. the fucking Mac suggested password. Just like try to figure we, something else out. But we do appreciate their obscure creativity because if not for them, we wouldn't be having anything to talk about right now. So Fair. That is true. And your creepy baby names. Moving on from that, I thought it'd be good to dive into some would-you-rather questions for the group that Ooh. really are pretty open-ended and i think everyone will have a lot of interesting answers to so well this is only going to go one way and i'm excited about it so it, it's going to be great i yeah. i can't wait so we'll let everyone give like a, a brief answer to each and we can certainly dive in deeper if it warrants it but i want to hear from everybody for each question so i'll start with this one so would you rather lose the ability to read anything for a year or lose the ability to see anything on a screen for a year so your computer your tv your phone fuck that's a good one i, I read stuff on screens for like eight hours a day for, for okay listen listen dumbass if you can't see anything on the screen you obviously can't read what's on it and if you can't read anything you can't read what? what's on the screen i don't read see. anything not on i don't read anything not on the screen that's the essence of saying, would you rather read a book or would you rather be able to just see everything on the screen but not read a book Oh, yeah, I can't read to begin with. I'm going to say screen. I feel like I couldn't give up screens just because of the nature of the world that we live in. It's so horrible. But then I wouldn't I'm be able to read with anything. Mike. But then you can't read anything. Yes, right. you can. What do you mean? You could read books, no? If you're not looking at screens, no. you could still read a book. Well, my, wait, right. can I read numbers? The question is, well, it's technically a screen if you're using like Excel, so no. Ah, uh, all right. Um, it's one or the other. You can either only read books for a year with no screens, or mm -hmm. you can only look at screens, and but you can't read books. I'd be beasting books. I would. I would turn into the next Warren Buffett, like divided by forty. I would be killing it. A divided by forty? You don't want to be divided by forty. You want to be times forty, man. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I know that's still a fuckload of money, but like. I mean, he reads. Warren Buffett reads on average one hundred and fifty pages a day. So you figure he's been doing that since he was about ten years old, and he's in his eighties now. So I don't read 150 pages a day and imagine reading 150 pages a day for like 60 some odd years so being able to have an iota of retaining what he has probably read over the past 60 years i'll take it i'll definitely take it 
Yeah, but Tom, it's it's about the quality of what you read. Like he probably reads 150 pages of like some intellectual crap. You reading 150 pages of Captain Underpants every night before you go to bed doesn't count <laughs> That's as Warren Buffett. I read strictly nonfiction. Strictly. Strictly. Somebody told Tom that Captain Underpants is uh <laughs> didn't happen. Maybe maybe yeah. another life, but what's your opinion on this, Sam? It's interesting because as you all know, I'm a big like Twitter person I like to get on and I'm always reading like my sports news via Twitter or just news in general. So I'm I'm always like online in that way. But I think there's a good element to the other side of the coin where it would just be books. I think removing yourself from just staring at a screen all day for a long period of time would actually do wonders for your health. So I actually, I think I'd side with Tom. I think I'd probably go with the books. I think there's a lot of wonderful things to read that a lot of people don't even know exist because of screens and computers and everything. So I think doing that for a year and putting screens away would be probably more beneficial for the rest of my life than staying with screens. If I don't have to live my normal daily life and interact with society in the way that I normally do, I'm 100% reading every day. But if I right. have to, I can't give up the screens because then I don't have a job. Which is fair and you know, yeah. explains our dependence on technology to do anything. So. Yeah, really interesting for sure. And think about how good your mental health is going to be not having to watch the tragic heartbreak that is the Mets for an entire year. Wow, that's true, and and that still may be reality this year. So we have to. Uh, we have yeah, to we, nev- we never know. The next question actually goes kind of off what Tom was talking about with being able to read and the example of Warren Buffett just having all this knowledge come from books. But would you rather have average skill or knowledge in something that everyone respects? Or be the world's best at something, but the world thinks it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of possibilities. I'm going to say I'd rather be the world's best at something that the world thinks is stupid because everyone else can think it's stupid as long as I get paid. But that brings up an interesting point because if everyone thinks it's stupid, why would you get paid? Why would there be a market for it if everyone thinks it's stupid, though? I think a lot of people think a lot of stuff is stupid. And yeah, even they though it's yeah. yeah, people think The Bachelor is dumb. The guy who hosts The Bachelor makes a shitload of money. So does ABC. People think Survivor is dumb. It's been on for twenty fucking years. Clearly not, because I mean, people thought the internet was dumb, man, and then Al Gore invented it in his basement, and <laughs> what we're all doing now. Pat, what do you think? Obviously, I think this is a very general question because obviously people thought that the internet was. Uh, stupid for a long time. If we, we need to distinguish between actual potential emerging technologies and other just ridiculously stupid things. Like I could, I could form a, f- a four-leaf clover with my tongue, and people might think that's stupid. But there's, there's never any chance of anyone having any sort of money in that. I can be the best at it. Yeah, that's true. It, I guess it really depends on what the things are. But I don't know. If there's money in it, I want to be the best at it and make the money. If there's, if there's not, and everyone respects it, you're probably still going to be able to make a good living off it if people respect it. You could be a normal-ass doctor or a normal-ass lawyer. So I, I wonder from like an outsider perspective, if you're talking to someone, you know, whatever the topic may be, that's people think it's stupid, you're the expert in If you're sitting there talking to this person, I wonder if the person would think that it's like impressive that you know that much about this thing that they think is stupid, or if it's just like, wow, this person has no life and is just, this is a waste of my time. You wouldn't be concerned, right? Yeah, you probably wouldn't care. Yeah. Also, well, I guess here's, here's my thing that a lot of people think is dumb, but also there's a lot of money in it and, a lot, and some people are interested in it. I'd go with car racing. 
I know so many people that think it is the dumbest thing on earth that you watch cars drive around in it, what they refer to as a circle. But the best driver in Formula One made $52 million last year. Well, Formula One isn't driving around in a circle. NASCAR is. NASCAR's great yeah. stupid. Sorry, guys. but No, NASCAR's great as stupid. There's no argument coming from me. But they still make a shitload of money, and not everybody. Like, it has to be something that everybody thinks is really dumb. Yeah. Well, Naming your kid it. A-E- X12, whatever the fuck. XAEA-12. Would you rather be really good at, like, I don't know, would you be averagely good at tennis or be the best person in the world at naming Elon Musk's kids? Who's naming Elon Musk's kids? Himself. So I'd rather Elon Musk, what up? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, Carl, what what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that it's better to have average knowledge as playing other lives or be the expert in something stupid i don't know um i guess if like people could have common interests with what that is considered stupid like for example i i have a hobby of cigars like i like to smoke them collect them and um that may be stupid to most people but there is a small group that you know like likes that i don't know i guess i'd rather be good at something like special and unique that everyone thinks is stupid well to anyone that thinks collecting cigars is stupid they're wrong number one so yeah, don't, don't, don't uh, well, think I appreciate that. you it's, it's not stupid it's a wonderful hobby so we have another there is there another one of these down yeah this is actually an interesting one here so would you rather have the ability to reverse one of your decisions each day or have the ability to pause time for one minute each day i think if you pause time for one minute each day you're you're getting ahead of you potentially making a mistake is that yeah, what, i'd probably do the what time i would pausing. do that yeah yeah, I feel like I would do the decision reversing because I feel like there's not very much you can do in a minute. I say a lot close. of stupid shit, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the reversing one decision every single time. If you had said the other one, Mike, I would have called you a moron. So, quick, <laughs> when Adam Sandler jumps up on David Hasselhoff's desk, smacks him in the face, and then gives him <laughs> a hot serving a beef stew. <laughs> yes. I think about <laughs> that's uh, well. No, there was that. Well, there was that movie too, and we were kids it was like about you could pause time i forget what it was called clock stoppers shit i remembered no and i've always thought like that would be cool if i could just be like and sometimes because sometimes someone just you know they just need a little attitude adjustment yeah i agree see kyle i think you kind of just proved my point you just admitted to the world that you remembered the name of that movie was clock stoppers that should be a decision that you should be allowed to reverse mike (laughs) swung for the fences on that one folks and it's a foul ball (laughs) (laughs) i feel like if you like reverse your time often like it's gonna fuck up your future somehow and then like everything is gonna be totally out of whack Holy space time continuum batman like if you just pause it like a minute each day like you're not like tommy said before you're not really doing much in that minute so if we pause it a a minute each day does that add like another leap year every four years or how does that on february 27th at 11 59 right yeah but if you pause time no one else will be able to perceive that you have paused time. Oh. So the leap year would only really be within your perception. Yeah, that's fair. But so everyone else would be living a lie. Aren't we all already? Dude. Accurate. Rabbit hole. <laughs> no. Let's, yeah, let's not go there. This is getting really deep. I'm actually surprised that it kind of... Well, these are serious. We're being no, meta. They're, they're, they're I good. like it. Good. So the last one I have here is very pertinent to all of us because it actually is kind of the situation we're living in right now. So... Would you rather have to relive the same day over and over again 
for one year, a la Groundhog Day or Pandemic 2020, or have three years taken off your life. Wait, wait, what? Just the same year. So let me. I'll explain again. Would you rather have to relive the same day over and over again for one year? Like Drew Barrymore in Fifty First Dates type of deal? That that yes. Like Groundhog's Day. Or, You're missing the obvious one. Exactly. Groundhog Day. Yeah, I said that. He said that. Or you can have your regular year, but you have three years taken off your life. Are you projected to live like a full life, like let's say like eighties, nineties, or something like that? Because I wouldn't mind just like pulling the plug a little early if I could just continue, <laughs> you know. How do you go too? How do you go? Yeah. Sleep, well, that's there's a lot of details that aren't provided, so you just, just use your imagination. All right, I'll take the three years. Definitely, I would I'd do the three say, years. I'd probably take the three years as well. Because that's like sort of an imprisonment if you're doing the same shit every day. You'd go crazy very quickly. Are you conscious so, of it or no? Is is, is it Definitely. like? That's a very. So it is like everyone else around you is acting like it's the same day, but you're the only one who thinks it should be a different day. Yes. Yeah, you'd have to be conscious of it, otherwise, like. Like you wouldn't know. No, no, yeah, no. you I'm wouldn't know. Other it people like today. What is today? But tomorrow is yesterday. Oh, dude. Yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta put Groundhog's rules, like Groundhog's Day rules, like break the pencil every night, and you know when you wake up in the morning, it's gonna be the same thing. Yeah. See, I was thinking it's more a lot of Mickey's once, across, once upon a Christmas, where it's Christmas every day. That I wouldn't mind. Nah, that'd get a little old too. That's a Fourth lot of, of July every day. That's the whole moral of the story. Fourth of July is my favorite holiday. It's a great holiday. Oh, my God. Fourth of July without a hangover, so you'd wake up every day and it'd be Fourth of July, but you could party your fucking face off. I might have gone and did something there, didn't I? Yeah, that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, do you get to pick the day? If you get to pick the day, that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, it would be the worst thing in the world. I would say like a Saturday, maybe like late June or early July when it's like nice out. Yeah, Fourth of July, like something like that. That'd be pretty, pretty ideal. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, I think if you had asked me this question two months earlier, I probably would have said repeat the same day. But I think now at this point, having basically living in this world anyway, I think I'll just say take three years off and get yep, back to normal. And, yeah. yeah. Would you all cumulatively give three years off your life to end quarantine? Oh, that's the real. That's question. too real. Yeah. That's too real. Wait, repeat I that. I won't do that. Like if somebody was like right now we'd never have to deal with this ever again like you'd never have to worry about a pandemic you'd never have to worry about any of this stuff would you would like would the world globally give up three years of their life right like if we could Thanos snap this bitch back into the has to give three years yeah so whatever Cortana. seven billion people (laughs) yeah i would i would i'd be willing to uh because if you're if you're not living if you're taking three years off your own life and so is everybody else you're tech it's like you're not even doing so because life expectancy is shortening, right? Minus three. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, with advances in modern science and my high level of income, I don't see why I couldn't live to like 250, 300. <laughs> well, it brings up an interesting point because obviously no one knows what's next for us in life. So if you agree to that potential three-year window to end this, how do you know you're going to be alive in three years? Uh, I do know because I read my horoscope this morning. Fair. I'm, I'm sorry. You're, you're, yes, very true. <laughs> I know exactly what's going to happen to me every day. Okay, Becky. I think there is one thing that we can say with absolute certainty that the stars control every aspect of our life. We know that. Clearly. Yes, the ones in Hollywood. All right, well, I, I have one more and it pertains to 
famous people and the Hollywood stars, if you will. So would you rather remain unknown during your life and then become famous after you die or be very famous during your life, but instantly forgotten after you die? Well, I hate, I hate being, I think being famous is overrated as fuck. I'd so agree. I'm going to go for the second one. I feel like if, if uh, you're for, famous, first one, I'm sorry. You're famous after you die. You're not, I feel like you're not famous. You're, you're loved. You're not, I feel like fame yeah. is something that happens. Mm-hmm. It lives on with you. Like, like exactly. after you die. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be kind of worried about the whole like being unknown and then being famous after you die. Because fifty percent of the time you're like an artist. The other fifty percent of the time you're like a terrorist. Jesus. Wow. Those those are two totally opposite sides of the spectrum. No doubt. But I'm saying like those are two people that like are not relatively unknown while they're alive and then instantaneously famous when they die. Yeah, you know how many philosophers, artists, and economists like predicted things or created things that people came to love and and more or less predicted the future, and I feel like we're either like shat on, unknown, or just not respected at all while they're alive. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to for that to happen, you have to have some sort of like creativity or wisdom that people didn't necessarily respect in the like pop culture or time frame that they were in. And Need that, to be beyond your years. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Jesus. Yeah, but I still think that those people are famous. Like, people are famous within their own circle, right? It's just you living your completely normal life. Like, theoretically, you do absolutely nothing different for the rest of your life. And you're just, like, mundane, 9 to 5, work until you're 65, 70, and then, you know, retire for a little bit, live in Florida with your wife or second wife, and then die. And then all of a sudden you're famous for something, right? That's what, rooted, that's what I think the root of the issue is. About you. Like in Mike's case, it'd be, holy shit, I didn't know I could break a French press this way. This is genius. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly a very uh, sore subject in the apartment up there. <laughs> I think we'll finish the episode similar to how we started talking about a return to some sort of normalcy. And if you guys listen to episode four, you know that we're all huge sports fans here. And something that was really exciting news for all of us to hear was on... Uh, I guess it was Monday of of this week, which is the week of May 4th. May the 4th be with you. We found out that the UFC is... We found out (laughs) the UFC is returning this Saturday, which is very exciting for us being, again, just sports fans, but also UFC fans. So I'm excited to hear all you guys, your thoughts on how it's going to be returning, the fights this weekend, and just everything UFC. So H-Man Sant won't be in it. So... Sure. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Expertise weighing in on his. Obviously. I could. I mean, I could say I'm very happy to hear they're going to be back. Um, the only thing that that to me, it, I guess, is understandable, but at the same time, is is a little bit misguided. Is still charging. I believe what you say at most, Mike, sixty five dollars for the pay per view for this this event. Yeah, that's, what, that's the one thing I was going to say. Like, this, they missed a really great opportunity to sort of take into the forefront of sports. Like, I understand that these things cost money, but the, the UFC is a pretty large organization, and it would have been Somebody just wrote him a for, check for $4 billion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would have been worth it for them to, to eat maybe, like, one event just to kind of get people hooked. If this is what the future is going to be, give me a free one. It, it's the old – It's I don't know. I, I watched The Wire recently, but like Dude, you gotta get his bread, though. I know, but you gotta give the the fiends a little taste of the product before you start trying to sell it to them. 
here's the, the thing about the product. I mean, it, it's it's like at the end of the day, yes, most of the undercards are are, are free. That's fine. There are 30 plus million people right now in this country that don't have a job. So at the very least, some of them were going to buy this and now they're not going to buy it. So if you're going to take a bath and not get to what you were assuming you were going to get to anyway, why not just give this one up for free? Like Mike is saying, let them try it. If you want it, then go for it. I understand that they got to make money and that it's a business and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, Dana White just got $4 billion for UFC. And so, I think that I think they, that they did their research and they understand how many Americans buy off of credit and them being at home, they're just going to be like, fuck it, we need to watch this. They're going to end up watching it. They're going to end up making probably the same amount of money that they make on big card fights with like with really famous fighters like Tony Ferguson. That's 100%. What I think. But as the casual UFC observer, right? The draw isn't there because it's not a big name and you're going to make me pay for it, right? It might be that they're going to get well, a payday now. They're gonna, they might be getting a payday now, right? But if, for example, it doesn't deliver, which you could have guaranteed with either a big name or by giving it to someone for free. Like, no one's going to be upset if it's an okay fight and it was free. No one's going to be upset if, like, but what I'm saying is, you're a UFC, like a hardcore UFC guy who really is into it. Like, you know all the different guys. But as the casual UFC observer, I think what you do is you put out, like, a bunch of middle-tier fights, like nothing crazy. You don't need to put a title fight. You already canceled the original UFC 249 or whatever number it is. And now yeah. you're rescheduling it on Dana White's Fight Club Island. So, Without Khabib. Oh, that's a good point, I guess. Yeah, so you might as well take the loss on the event because you weren't going to have it anyway. And then give everybody a taste of what UFC could be like or find a way to commercialize UFC, like maybe incorporate commercials into it or some sort of different sponsorship. I don't know. I just feel like it was a very short-sighted thing. Like, hey, we're trying to pump out a product yeah, to make money. Like it was a money grab over the fact of like they could have actually solidified in a time when there is no sports. Like, I don't well, know what you say, Kyle. The German League is putting out three consecutive days of soccer. The German um, league has to catch up. So for any sports fans, and if you're a soccer fan, on the 15th of May, we have soccer back in Germany. There will be a match. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree with you, Mike. Uh, to me, at the end of the day, it's, an, it's not as good of a car as it was originally supposed to be, correct? It's not. Okay. It's, it's supposed to be Khabib. So. Yeah, it was supposed to be Khabib, which you still would have charged me $70 for. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It just seems like bad business and, and not – but help, I don't want to say helping to be pandering to your fan base is the word that I'm looking for, but who knows how many of these you're going to be able to pull off. Yeah, but mind you that this is MMA, so it's a global sport, right? It's not just the U.S. They're just not, they're not just keeping the U.S. market in mind. They're, they're thinking about the whole world. Europe has already loosened their policies on the lockdown. People are coming back to life. You best believe that you know, they're going to have pubs that are absolutely filled. No, they're not opening bars and restaurants in any country in Europe yet. Are you sure about that? The UK isn't going to even begin anything until Monday. Italy barely just started doing it. And Germans, I think, still can't gather in crowds above 15 or 20 people. That's why Khabib wasn't able to do the fight, because he's still stuck in Russia. So, And for anyone at home who doesn't know who Khabib is or what we're talking about, this was originally supposed to be a title fight for, I guess, the lightweight division. 
And Khabib, who is Russian, is the current champion. He was supposed to come back to the U.S. to do this fight. And because of the lockdown, he's unable to do so. So now, as Kyle Michael would ensue, this is kind of a quickly put together fight with names who most people may not know. Justin Gagey is – everyone knows who he is. I wouldn't say that the main, the main fight, the main attraction is not unknown. I no, mean, that's, it's that's relatively, true. but like, it's not, yeah, it's not your Khabib. It's not your McGregor. It's not your Diaz. He's not drawing not from home. outside of the standard UFC fan base. That's the yeah. And the other thing that I'd say about this too is when, think about it this way, right? We're all of us. We're all separate. I mean, myself, Pat, and uh, Kyle are together, right? But, you know, when splitting a $65 fight, that's 20 something bucks a person, 22 bucks a person, right? You're not going to have large gatherings of people, which is really what is your moneymaker when it comes to pay-per-view revenue. Think about it. Bars pay a significantly, like pay so much more money than anybody else to view these fights. And that's because there's so many people, Uh, you know, how many fights have we all got together as a group and bought a fight on pay-per-view? Whereas now, Kyle and I, if we wanted to watch it, we're like, all right, well, let's see if we can find like a Reddit stream or some other European VPN, which a lot, I think a lot of people are going to do. Yeah. I think, I think this is, I don't know. I think it's Dana White being Dana White and thinking that he knows what he's doing. And I, I would wager that no, it's ESPN down. what they're doing. I think even though they haven't done so as of late, but they're not going to waste money on their giant investment in UFC to miscalculate this. That's what I would think. I don't know. I, 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 I would, I'd be willing to say that their pay-per-view revenue will be down 25 to 35%. I mean, yeah, it's a, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I would agree with that. But, I mean, active revenue is active revenue. A dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow. That's true. You gotta, yeah. I think you got to give the people what they want. We boxing matches between all of the, the top leaders. In the <laughs> <laughs> if you want to have a UN we boxing tournament, I'm here for it. <laughs> no. That would be fun. That's fucking well, entertainment. I know, just you know, the last point for me, I know originally there was the idea floating around that the entire thing would be free because it's a golden opportunity to tap into a whole new market of fans who have nothing else to watch on a Saturday night and aren't stuck in their homes. So obviously yeah. it didn't happen. So now for me, I'm the only UFC fan in, in my house and I know no one else would want to split the cost to me. So now I'm left with a decision. Am I willing to split with $65, which... In the grand scheme of things, is not obviously a lot of money, but like it's still sixty-five dollars I could use for groceries or something else important right now. So the likelihood yeah. is now I'm not going to do that because there's more important things to spend that money on, and yeah. now I'm missing out on a fight that I actually wanted to watch. So yeah. it's it's thanks. It's called a loss. It's, it's the business process is called a loss leader. You're, you yeah. know you're not going to make money on something, but you do it to show people what you're capable of doing. It's like the, uh, to be a nerd, the Prius. The Toyota Prius did make money for 10 years. They lost a billion dollars on that car, if not more. Well, if you, yeah, but if you think about it, UFC is owned by Disney now, so they're profitable. Well, are they owned or is it the, it's an they have the TV rights? Dana, Dana Wright, I believe, still owns the whole thing. He doesn't own the whole thing. No, sh- no way. I think they have the ESPN deal, right? Because ESPN Plus it's is just- their... I thought TV it was TV rights. That's that was it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just TV rights. Dana, Dana White still owns at least 50% of UFC, I believe. I don't think he owns that much, but they, they have – I think the majority is, like, private equity owned. Well, I think one of the most interesting aspects about this, aside from the fact that I think they're screwing up not allowing fans just to watch it for free, 
I mean, of course, the prelims are for free, which is cool because someone who's a pretty well-known UFC name is Donald Cowboy Cerrone, who fought against Conor McGregor last time. He's on the, the prelim, so everyone will be able to see that fight. I, I think the interesting thing is since there's no arenas open right now, since you can't have fans, Dana White decided to do this on a private island that he purchased that they're now dubbing Fight Island. And they're having everyone come in. They have to be tested for COVID before they're allowed to actually enter the ring and fight. But I'm curious your thoughts, what you guys think of the idea of the Fight Island. Do you think it's a good idea? Now having fans there, just doing it on this isolated place. Like, what do you guys think of that? I'm, I'm surprised you know uh, the bank was able to sell off Jeffrey Epstein's assets so quickly. Wow. <laughs> I just looked it up. They're, back in 2016, they sold the entirety of UFC for $4 billion to Silver Lake, Colbert Kravik, uh, Roberts, and Michael S. Michael S. Dell's private equity company. MSD Capital, yeah. Yeah, so private equity owned figures. I like, I like the idea, Dan, and I think that, I don't know, I was thinking about it, right? What do we do every Sunday during football season? We sit on the couch for hours and hours and hours and watch commercials with split sections, like splits of action, right? Take UFC – Please don't argue out. to put more commercials in something for the love of But God. what I'm saying is, like, you can figure out a way to commercialize something so that you cover your costs while still gaining consumers. Aren't, Aren't that what they're thing, doing guys? by the ring, though? I mean, you don't have a $4 billion business that's run by private equity and they haven't figured this out yet. I think that they've got it calculated. I don't, know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. Private equity has driven J. Crew to bankruptcy twice now, so I, I don't have much faith in them. I mean, there. It depends on the mission. I mean, private equity has either the mission to squeeze out every last dollar and bankrupt a business, like they did with Sears, or they have a a mission to build up the equity, make it more valuable, and cash out at a premium. And I think that, you know, they're obviously not going to let UFC die at this point. From drugs to fucking it. General Tso's chicken in the mall food court to cars, you always want to give everybody a taste of something before you before you get lifelong it's a very private equity way to do things yeah which is usually not the right way to do things for customer loyalty right because they answer to shareholders and shareholders like well why are you down i don't really care there's a pandemic right i'm a billionaire shareholders they answer to the seven billionaires that give to the phone yeah (laughs) all they do is trust empirical research it's all market data research they have they have everything figured out like they wouldn't run a fight if they're going to lose money yeah, I mean, uh, that just goes into the argument of sales. Uh, where is this island, by the way? That's uh, it's in North Jersey, actually. It's yeah. Three Mile Island. We're up yeah, the North just... Shore of Queens. Uh, I'll give you directions. Obviously, this fight isn't setting... taking place on the island, apparently. It's taking place in Jacksonville, Florida. Wow. The infrastructure is being put in now. This is Dana White. This place is literally going to be a UFC fight island, like our next training facility in Las Vegas. It'll host concerts, comedy, and stuff like that. But that's you what we're trying to do on this island. Kyle? Because Florida's open ish oh okay it was supposed to be uh yeah, yeah what happened to the private island that he bought he didn't they didn't go through with that no he said they did it's just there's no infrastructure that's the problem yeah they wouldn't be it would be so expensive to set up to be able to afford filming and scaling millions upon millions of pay-per-view from a private island 
Yeah, well, they, they hired Billy McFarlane to set it up for him. And when they showed up last week, they were like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Fire Festival like, Oh, God. They're like, how are we supposed to fight in all of these FEMA tents? Was <laughs> I can't tell if they bought the island or if they didn't buy the island. They, all the articles are really unclear also because Dana White loves talking in circles. I'm pretty sure an interview. Loves talking in octagons. Can somebody mute Pat? Can you mute Pat as the host? <laughs> pretty sure I saw Dana White um, in an interview say that they had the island that they were going to have a lot of fights there as recently as last week. But I don't know. Who knows? You were probably right. You probably talked. There's about so many. No, honestly, like there's so many articles with like very similar dates and very conflicting information. You're so. probably just trying to keep eyes on him because they knew they were going to put the card up. Like. Yeah, that's sure. exactly what it is. Yeah, that's what's yeah. going on. He could have also like been full of shit too. Like Dana White is like the Dana the White Don... could have been full of shit. You don't say. Dana White is like if Donald Trump and Don King had a fucking baby. That's Dude. pretty much what came out of it. Apparently, he's pretty good friends with the both of them. Like pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised me at all. <laughs> yeah. I, if I was him, I would have just let everybody free on the island and do like a little Hunger Games esque type UFC fight. This is not but, the most dangerous game. What are you doing? No, that's what we do to you. But this is that would be pretty games. interesting. It would be very interesting. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's immoral and also bad. But do it like WWE yeah. styles, like like have like chairs and things, like tables <laughs> strewn about in the chair. <laughs> Regardless, it's going to be a very interesting night of fighting in the UFC on Saturday. I'll be definitely checking out the prelims. We'll see. Game time decision about actually buying the fight. But the one good thing uh, that Dana White did say is that the king himself, Conor McGregor, reached out to him and wants to get in a fight soon. So that, that's good for the sport, too. I'll be definitely watching that if McGregor's going to get back in the, the octagon with somebody. So we'll yeah. see if and when that happens. I want to see Khabib. They're, they're floating that Those potentially they're going to fight. Oh, they're going to dangle that in is, front of our faces like yeah. – anything could, until the happen, end of time it could it could happen that would be sick that would be crazy what mcgregor versus khabib uh, yeah, mcgregor's not mcgregor won't do it yeah because another five rounds of him getting like ground humped and uh <laughs> he, he'll get his ass handed to him you know you give mcgregor enough money he'll do it he's a yeah but he got his ass handed McGregor, to him. mcgregor it's that was just such a crazy fight he's such a pure striker and khabib's such a grappler grappler that that he wasn't a necessarily expecting that i mean it was a pretty boring fight from the from the if you're looking just from your yeah, typical definitely it was boring but your average onlooker but well if if you want mcgregor to win be, be prepared for an even more boring fight than the first time around because if he's they're solely gonna grapple it'll go five no you're definitely right well, who knows who knows well we'll see what happens regardless they uh have been floating that idea potentially so who knows? You never know. Like as we've seen with this, Dana White could say something and it's totally different the next day. So we'll have to see what happens. But regardless, happy to have any sort of sports back in the first place. So looking forward to being able to watch something on Saturday night. Uh, I believe it starts at 8 and it's on ESPN, at least for the prelims. So if you're interested, tune in. And with that, I think today's also a pretty historically significant day that I'm not really aware of. So that's why we have our historical consultant, Pat, here. He's going to take us through some more Pat's facts. So, Pat, go ahead. Uh, yes, thank you, Dan. Uh, absolutely correct. Today was a, a massive day in the annals of history. So, the first one I have here is from 1877. This was a, a very big day because this was the day that Chief Crazy Horse, that's 
uh, horse comma crazy, first name crazy, last name horse, surrenders to the United States Army, the troops that would be in Nebraska, actually. So that, that's, that leads us into the, the, the fun interactive question of the day. So actually, yeah, crazy horse is part of the Lakota tribe, um, if anyone knows or cares. But so Nebraska, I will, I think, so Kyle has appointed me commissioner here. I will dole out five points Ooh. to who anyone who, for anyone at all who can name any fact about Nebraska before or after, because I don't think there are any. The capital's Omaha. That doesn't count. <laughs> Why? That's technically a fact. Is it? It's, it's nearly rectangular in shape. Wait, isn't the capital of Nebraska Lincoln? Is it yeah. Lincoln or Omaha? Yeah, it is. It's Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> so does Kyle lose a point now because of that? I definitely, I lose a point. Oh, minus one. Minus one. I, think it's two, I think it's two points. I don't know. Oh. Fair. It's called the Corn State. Yeah, the, the corn yeah. is that the corn, the corn huskers. Huskers in Nebraska? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say something like, about corn. In the world of bad mascots, that's collective gold star for all of us. No, Pat? <laughs> if you build bullshit responses, they will come. Okay, what's well, your next fact? Because what the fuck? Yeah, is well, what what else happened today, Pat? Oh, well, I don't know. I was waiting for Mike to pull up random Google facts about Nebraska, but I literally <laughs> couldn't even Google facts about Nebraska. Like Nebraska is so insignificant. It was like, did you mean any other state in the union? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what happens when you Google North Dakota. I got one. I got one. Ready? Uh, the name of the only professional football league. Our football team in Nebraska is the Omaha Beef. Like the uh, that tracks. Yeah, that's, well, that's the, only, the Champions Indoor Football League, which is oh, a na- naturally okay. Yeah, makes yeah, that one. <laughs> there are no champions in that league. Just <laughs> losers. I guess to finish uh, off that, I, to quote the gr- great Judah Friedlander. Uh, what we need to do is invade North Dakota, send North Korea a message. I Again, that. Nebraska. We're talking about Nebraska. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, aren't they really yeah. all the same state? Basically, yes. The whole yeah. Midwest is pretty much the same thing. That's going to piss a lot of people off, but it's all corn. So in 1937, <laughs> the, uh, the famous Hindenburg explosion occurred in, in Lakehurst, New Jersey. Another Travesty in New Jersey. Big surprise there. This is a basically, if you didn't know what the Hindenburg was, it was a giant hot air balloon. Uh, it's definitely exploded. a blimp, but not a hot air balloon. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> there was <laughs> no hot air inside that thing. It's air. It absolutely, no, it, 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 it falls under the blanket that is air. All right, moving on. So, just I think like we my have over 30 people. Well, that actually, so hold on one second. This occurred at um, over 30 something people died uh, of the 90 people on board. So my question for you is, which explosion do you feel was bigger, the Hindenburg explosion or the er, explosion that occurs a half hour to 45 minutes after Carl has a meal? Are you, are you asking me? Is that to Carl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would assume. It's just, it's open. I'm gonna I feel go like with one of my explosions, it could kill more than 30 people. <laughs> Good God. No, you God. it has the potential or, or have you killed 30 people? Potential. You know, everyone has like an emergency, like an emergency stash of stomach medication, like just in case something happens. Every time Carl would come over, he would use it so often that I just gave it to him. 
Last time I went to Carl's apartment, he gave me a a, a Gas X uh, tongue strip. They don't make those anymore. Those? those are rare. Oh, okay. They don't make them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Police Gas X tongue strips. Carl's like, I got a guy. Don't worry. Yeah, keep those shits on deck. They work. God, I also feel like you missed a really good opportunity for a New Jersey joke. Like you could have been like, what was a bigger blimp? Like the Hindenburg or Governor Chris Christie. Chris Christie. Thank you. I'm glad you're all <laughs> <on> the same <laughs> if, you, if you have answers or opinions on these questions, please DM every, us. Yeah, every time Chris Christie falls, more than 90 people perish. <laughs> all right, well, Pat, was there anything else uh, significant that happened on May the 6th? May the 6th. Well, there were a couple other, a few events. Actually, wait, it was uh, VE Day. I'm sorry. Today was VE Day. I think it was VE Day. When that iconic so picture you know of that the, is. the sailor kissing the girl on the front of the paper. I think that was VJ Day. Was that VJ? I thought that was that VJ no, or that, VE? That, that, was, that, was, that was BJ Day. It was BJ well, for Day. him, it might have been. Yeah. She actually did not know him or consent to that kiss. Just a fun fact. Oh, yeah. 100% was definitely not consensual. That was not a consensual kiss. Iconic, but not consensual. Yep. <laughs> I, I guess well, I'm going to round it off real quick in, in an interesting but in no way surprising fact, and that would be that the French troops surrenders, surrendered to the Vietnamese in Dien Bien Phu in 1954. Can you say that one again for me, please? The French troops surrendered to the Viet Minh in Dien Bien Phu. That's a good job. Stellar. That was well pronounced. I think I thought it was. Oh, the, the you... photo of the, the sailor grabbing the woman was, was VJ Day, not VE Day, can confirm. So I'm an idiot several times. Much. That's what we're trying to tell the listeners. How could you so pronounce a very Vietnamese on. city but not say Elon Musk's kid's name? It's a fair question. Yeah. Because well, Dien Bien Phu well, is spelled phonetically. So, so technically is Elon Musk's kid's name since the so AE is from the phonetic it's, alphabet. It's, it's one phonetic character, some letters, and a couple numbers. One yeah, number. To really bring this full circle. Yeah, okay, so Blue Sister Hot Shit, if, you, if you're so good at it, why don't you pronounce it? Um, so if it's, I had to pronounce it... It's at 12. Pat wins. I'm going to say, I'm going to follow... Uh, I'm going to follow ghetto rules here, but I'm going to say X and then the A-E, which makes an E sound, like a double E, lowercase, soft E sound. So X-E-A-12. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just... I'm going to condense it into just X, A, E, I, O, U, and sometimes Y. We'll just same. call him John. We'll just call him John. Make it we'll call him John. I, think we should, I think we should call him John, and maybe other people will catch on, and then they'll call him John, and then he'll feel better about his terrible parents. But like, can John it be Musk John, is such but a like poor J, name. But like J, E, A, N? Yes. Like John, not like John. John. Okay, I like but that. But no, okay. we'll say John, but it's John, yeah. Okay, I, no, that's, yeah, I'm here for that. How you doing, John Musk? I was say I think John Musk or, or even Johnny Musk has a nice ring to it, but I, I think we'll leave the pronunciations of his name for a later date when we actually know what it sounds like or they just change it completely. We're going to go to our closing statements now. Everyone, again, as always, has one line to close the show. And today we're going to start with Kyle. Kyle, what do you wow. got Wow. Um, so not sure when this is going to be released, but as many of you know, uh, Mother's Day is coming up. Call, and this is good advice at all times. Uh, call your mother. She misses you. 
And uh, other than that, thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. Show us your friends. And hopefully we'll have you back soon. Very nice. Very wholesome, as, as always, Kyle. I try. Mike, what do you got? Dana White, watch The Wire. Stringer Bell would recommend that you give us a little taste for free before you sell us the smack. Tom, what do you got for us? Uh, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. And if you're pregnant, don't name your kid any dumb shit because then we'll be talking about it. Yeah. Don't give us a reason to do this again. Carl, how about you? Well, Tommy pretty much stole what I was going to say, so I guess that goes uh, double for me. Very good. Very very simple and, and heartfelt as well. That, that was great. Uh, and Pat, what do you have to close us off here? Right, so happy VE Day. Um, and also, I think I'm going to start, in honor of Elon Musk, kid, start making hats that say, make AE combination great again. So like mega hats, but it's AE. Because I think it's just a really lost uh, symbol. And I guess phonetic letter that we really don't see anymore nowadays. So, well, that's that's great, Pat. Yeah, that was terrible. We're that will back. not be in, that will not be in our store. We will not put that in the podcast store. I'm starting. <laughs> I'm starting my own independent store, completely separate from this podcast. Make AE great again. Follow Pat's <laughs> Shopify account. His Etsy account. Follow his Etsy store. Well, for me, my closing note, just to go back to our would you rather before, I hope that this reality we're in is not going to be the continuous groundhog day that the would you rather question suggested. I hope that we can get out of this sooner rather than later. And I hope that we can have some return to normalcy soon. So in the meantime, if you're listening, stay home, stay safe, stay healthy, as everyone has said. And we uh, have launched our social media uh, channels now. So we're live on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is at we underscore digress. Instagram is at in underscore conclusion underscore pod. So please come give us a follow, DM us, interact with us. We'd love to keep these conversations going with all you guys and have you guys be part of it. If you guys have anything you want us to talk about or uh, any sort of topic ideas, it's always open to hear from you guys. So we'd love to hear anything you guys got for us. And also please, we're gonna be on Spotify. So follow us, like, and subscribe as we keep putting these out. And that will wrap things up for episode six of Inclusion We Digress. Thanks again to everyone. Thank you at home for listening. Keep smiling, keep happy, and we will catch you guys on the next one. Thanks so much. Sponsor my OnlyFans. Peace out. My OnlyFans. <laughs> Pat sells macaroni art on Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> Chief of Wieners. That's, that's a great gift for Mother's Day. Macaroni art. <laughs>